0: From that moment forth, we can always use our words. That's exactly one of those things that we have as a people. So welcome again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to my lovely HP community. So the plan is for me to keep playing a little bit by ear. Because the way channeled guidance works is you feel that a message is important to communicate. And that's where we're going to leave it. And so today's episodes are both accompanied with a uniqueness about them. And that one of them particularly I started thinking I would share in a certain way. And I didn't. And I shared it a whole different way and we'll use the relationships channeled guidance with the 5dc expanding consciousness voice and then i'll keep you posted i should have some subscription-based model content up the next probably five days or so i'm gonna think about that one meaning i need to regulate my time and see if i can but i plan on at least doing one and one the lightworkers life and the i am expanding consciousness and putting it in the subscription based model content so right now i think you have one episode each and or two at the most but relationships are the theme as usual because expanding consciousness is through your day-to-day interactions and relationships are where most people don't actually recognize patterns because they're too busy being the version of the reactive self that is natural for every one of us to have as long as you're not aware that reactive is not good or bad it's those emotional charge states and that the way you contemplate is yours but that also has a mechanism to it is why addressing very quickly anybody who's new there's a bunch of psychoeducation that can help you understand why you would say it's hard for me to do something so i'm not going to get too much into the psychoeducation because i also want to keep in mind that your regular listeners community we're building and at least if there's going to be a couple of episodes and one of them i've done enough psychoeducation so to respect those lovely vocal cords and just keep things in check plus you don't need it necessarily but the gist of it is if you go to nicabm.com you'll find plenty of infographics and information on the nervous system the brain the way it's wired and so when people say it's hard for me to do something that's how it feels because their neural networks have been developing and or are engaged since forever we are born with a brain the right brain hemisphere is what organizes first. And the thing is most people that I've known known and met have some form of dissociation or structural dissociation, not because it's something fixed, it's because of the way that movies portray stereotypes and behavior versus hey, when you get very angry, you know, yes, that's an emotion, but there's a way that you can actually process that as you get older. They also don't break down to people the fact that our frontal lobes completely are developed by the age of 18. So there are certain charge states and emotional, immature reactions that are part of age groups. So people like to use just the stereotypes, whether they be gender or the uh, stereotypes, heritage, all of it. I mean, I'm personally from part of my heritage is Naples, Italy, South. So there's a couple of things. This reminds me, I didn't close a loop. In one of the episodes well it was about jealousy and uh i'll just share it now in case any one of you tuned into that one where i didn't close that loop it was either in the twin flame soulmates from yesterday or in the perspective 15 5dc for perspective 28 or some number i forget what number it is um, so yeah, Southerners have this whole thing with uh, jealousy, and there was this. I was telling you about this video that was making a satire of this thing that the teenagers are doing, and I was saying how when you look at the North and the South, the Northerners want to think in Italy that they are not, because they have a way they judge the Southerners, not to mention the islands, and you know, just this happens everywhere. I mean. You us when i talk to people from different states they have different things so it's something that you know if only people were not so ego sensitive they'd have amazing conversations with each other and understand that i can't even speak right now understand that the world is the same because we're all people we all have a mammalian heritage so we all have an ego and we all have an attachment and defense system those are two motivational systems and they don't go together if you're defending you're not attaching because you means you think you've got a threat and usually if there's defending because there's an attachment that was not fulfilled so you were not reassured here's why I was saying many people have structural dissociation because most people that I know are not a constant if they are constant it's with their pattern of behavior that those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group again we unconsciously love flaws and imperfections we got them too so the difference is we learned the right silence because we understand that all people who get defensive have a wound that they're not ready to look at and now the psychoeducators are spelling it out so now they're just using it as labels but back to the cultural thing there is this video so they're making fun of how the southerners are very jealous and possessive and my side note is it's not only the southerners because northerners have acted in ridiculously ridiculously ways in my book because you know if friends are constants and presence and sharing unconditional love well then i would say that that's a beautiful thing to have a constant person who cares for you and or more Here's the deal though, most people are not constants. They only want what they want, as they want it, adaptive children. So you're part of a we group. The enlightenment soul age group doesn't pertain or belong to we groups. We just grow our relationships independently. So this is why we can have many types of states of consciousness, friends. We're not attached to this whole 5D, 3D, 4D thing, or vibing in one vibration, because we know that vibing is your choice and what i really know at this point is that most people don't even know how to buy about neutrality because the minute they are pissy is the minute they're completely reactive versus aware that they're pissy spelling it out that they're pissy allowing themselves to calm down and or you know just say sorry yeah i got pissy and really we all learned that as we got older so most people if they're a full-on functional adult a full-on forgiving nuanced person who learns new skills and so somatic empath with equanimity. And so I'm going to say 5DC person because the only people that I've seen so far who are inclined to be predisposed to be in equanimity while they're being yelled at or in some situation without using stereotypes, life like blah, 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 all this mass stuff. They love People love talking about the mass. I get to see it all day long, especially when I get told, so what, should we all psychoeducate? It's like, no, that's not it. But if you want to, be more aware uh, and be in your flow state you know here's the deal but i don't go and say that necessarily unless i can and it's with my immediate loved ones where we tease right here again and we support in that way our flaws and imperfections together as we all expand consciousness teasing together and accepting differences and yada 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 so, yeah, the adaptive children is what I was trying to get at with the whole jealousy thing. Is something that is also cultural, though. So the Southerners, and to me, the Northerners, and really any country for that matter, can have jealousy because I've seen it very well in dandy in America. Actually, I've seen things and heard about things that are so sad. It's not even funny how sad it is about this whole, like, uh, the gender stereotypes. If there's one thing that I did not think I would see... Is a specific way between men and women in America versus the Italians and I'm gonna talk again about the southerners because I'm mostly aware and know people from the south Naples Campania maybe Sardinia got a bunch of friends there and then let me think I have some friends from Sicily got some friends maybe from Rome I don't even know but yeah northerners no The people who left from the south and went there yes but they're southerners they just moved up there and in fact if anything the ones who want to acclimate and then they start defining and identifying and forgetting their heritage yeah we won't go there because that is an immediate dissociation in my book of wow you are now negating your own heritage you're not even aware that you're still ashamed of it and you're not aware because you have this whole front going on you know there's one person who was it they came back i forget who they were of my group and i was like wow that's just so sad you know because i don't live here anymore i don't remember anything and you know again this is where we always stay in a open-ended way because brains can forget things but there's always that hint when there's ego behind because you know the ego is the self that's wired and the nervous system so picking up on that shame is what we get to do we won't spell it out again because the protectors out there making sure that that wounded part doesn't get anywhere near the vicinity of that left brain because apparently somehow that would destroy them no it wouldn't they just didn't look at it and they don't think it's a big deal because why would i bother no, it's not that not everybody's going to move into that enlightenment soul age group so they are actually consistently expanding and learning about worthiness so they'll get to be a hundred or however old they'll be and at some point they'll realize wow maybe maybe they won't maybe it'll be next lifetime so here we're not there to contemplate that back to the uh relationships and the importance of being able to know one's own stuff because that's really what it's always going to be about but relating to seeing and perceiving and picking up, this is also important. And so for us, whenever we're picking anything up, we're aware of the entire picture. We won't say because there's no need to. We're interacting. Your interactions are what expand consciousness, not spelling out to people, hey, let me tell you things about your own why. That's where the 40 people, they keep using their players in a way that doesn't support their expansion, but they are too busy siphoning energy from each other pointing out each other's flaws and imperfections versus learning to unconditionally love each other and therefore to welcome all parts of the fragments of us oneness consciousness we're all a big ball of energy and so the people who are here instead the entire 7.9 billion plus plus however many people will be here plus all the life forms and that can extend to the infinite the people who are in the enlightenment soul age group in this moment right now we're enamored and we are just vibing in a state of love when we are interacting we're still expanding so right now there's a very intimate for those of you who have Claire's obviously I don't know how many of you are in that space but I can share from my experience Uh, it's a very intimate relationship right now with my oversoul and I told you we'd be talking a little bit about that so I want to try and share because what i was going to do was a story today but i didn't get to that and so i'm trying to stay on track with sharing with you a way to understand humanly speaking this concept that's been for me 5d a long time already and i knew that the way they were talking about it wouldn't be the way it would be manifest because it's too much in the air and not that it's false no it declares all of these experiences led me to know how to describe to you that which for example when you hear said guru he's on a spirituality path and sharing with people how to expand consciousness so this is very important he's created the inner engineering program and then the uh, Shambhavikriya, those are great combinations for anyone who wants to create that room between the body and the mind and start to have more awareness of your consciousness, which is just the ability for the adult to be in the room. Now, here's that part of the psychoeducation that is really great for anyone to go and embark on. And ICABM.com if you want, because they will work with the same aspects and really mindfulness is what will practice your prefrontal cortex and the ability for you to not be in the loop so you know i don't prefer the word healing because nobody needs healing when you're releasing the neuropeptides which is how trauma is stored and that would be in uh, it's in tears sweat or urine and that's where when people go through moments where life is happening whatever emotion they get from anger to fear to guilt to shame if they went to the primary emotion of sadness so vulnerability and not suffering not the rumination which is instead what they do which is why people still think people have to suffer no no one has to suffer that's where you're in the temporal junction and wired with an inner critic outer critic then denying with habits That would be, ah, it's no big deal, life goes on. Or, oh, let me go drink it off and get distracted today. Oh, Or, oh, let me go have sex here and there or everywhere. Or, let me go do drugs. It's not about enjoying recreationally. When you're conscious, you make choices from a different place. And this is where we're not here to set down any of these ground rules. You know, some people are so extreme. I will say my hypothesis if humanity expands is that there are more functional adults so for real adults who understand the biological physiological nature of life and really it's just actually if I have to spell it out I don't think that's how it goes I think that things stay like they are now but we're more evolved because we have more knowledge and so my feeling is and has always been that as long as we are in this form because many people say we're not in 5d because if we were in 5d it's too fast we'd be a light body we couldn't see each other and i explored this concept at the time when i found all this information i still have all of it stored in or someplace (laughs) but i knew the timeline and i know the timeline which is why right now i know that there's a bigger number of potential enlightenment soul age group people that are ready to hear all of what i share with you because when i use 5d it's because those who use this term are in the metaphysics as a terrorism world but when i combine it with enlightenment and self-empowerment it involves people that are also in that spirituality and self-empowerment on a personal development journey so it would be people that can follow what i'm sharing and that's who this is for. Giving the opportunity to understand not only that the ascension energies trigger every person's trauma, subconscious stuff, but it's whatever the person's ready to take. And if they're not, those wounds will be pushed back down by the protectors. The protectors of those people are those dissociated structural models and those patterns and those habits so it's the shame blame fault revenge loops and they do it again and again and again so it's only once they've had enough of that where there may be saturation but really what it is is how can i explain this because enlightenment comes from two ends of a spectrum as i i need to find that one video i told you about on tiktok i favored it but that made sense to me so one group comes from it from a place of love cycle, we'll put it that way. Another group comes from the place of shame cycle. But those who are in 4D keep calling the shame cycle the devil and evil and karmic and yada, yada, yada. And then they try to explain it to you. I think it's needing to be expressed differently. The foundation of every person's karma are your likes and dislikes. And the example said guru gave was this if you wake up every morning and you have to have a cup of coffee that is karma now if you wake up every morning and you consciously choose you're not creating karma now here's where i'm going to share an additional side note from my end when you're a person who's in that enlightenment so age group you're self-empowered you don't have people who tell you school you okay but you are aware of concepts intelligently common sense okay so i'm going to use me i love coffee and sometimes i'll drink but of it i went through the moment where i had been drinking it too much and really what happened was i was going to take a trip and due to the whole ibs stuff i said okay let me stop coffee right now because we're going to be taking a trip and i don't want to instigate potential And I had that withdrawal symptoms that they talk about. And I had learned recently about what too much coffee can do and how it, you know, the the exact mechanism. And there is an article that spelled out the exact quantity that you want to drink, which will be good enough so that you don't get addicted. So that your physiology doesn't enter that phase of where the body has this thing where then it would go through withdrawal. And ever since then, I've not only known how to maintain that level, but I pay very close attention to when I feel like it, when I don't, when my body feels like it and doesn't. But I also know that I enjoy it, so that I'm inclined to be more likely to drink a little bit more of it than I should, okay? But here's where if you're a grown-up and you use common sense and you have your well-being in mind, you will always stay within what is harmonious to you. Consciously speaking cigarettes the perfect example another one and you, I know you guys are thinking about relationships we'll get there in a minute but smoking those cigars I gave you that example too I love my tobacco I actually love just my flavor of tobacco that I had I chose I didn't choose actually but I was getting ready to try and get out of it anyways because I did recognize the ideal number of cigarettes was three and as a smoker it's just, I've smoked so much, Not so, sometimes I have smoked so much, but the cigarettes were more than just enjoyment. Sometimes they're part of my pattern as a content creator. So if I need to write, if I need to think, the cigarette would bring me company. So there's a bunch of different aspects that the cigarette, besides the flavor, take place in my day-to-day, and we are all of habit. So while someone could say, well, why wouldn't you push yourself? This is the point. Like every time you're allowing yourself to move into new comfort zone there's going to be you're using energy of your brain you're using part of you the energy of your brain it's like when i i i, I could read more time to improve my time i don't because if i start reading it my brain gets tired and then i get frustrated because i don't understand it as well as i would want to and i need to reread it and then i have only 24 hours so right here see this these are all examples of the way that a body works and that a person if you're conscious aware of you consciously aware of yourself not labeling yourself and not limiting your potential you would work with your own body your brain is part of that so the neural networks are a pattern, a habit, a story that people tell. These are even more. These are, though, where the ego, the brain, it's been doing this since you're a child. And the 4D community has these words, karma, karmic blockages, chakra block. Don't no, there's none of, no. There's, I work as a Reiki master's energy. One thing I've noticed is that the chakras match the person's personality. And then I've also noticed that ascension triggers whatever person might be ready to work through they might not be ready to work through it and if they're not ready what stays is that protector so the bridge is not created between the wounded part and the protector part and the person remains unconscious of those things furthermore the person already has a shame cycle going on and or deniers ways that they deny all this stuff and there's plenty of movies that allow them to keep doing that and their own stereotypes about humanity and themselves and yada 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 so there you go and that's the gist of this aspect the, the jealousy in that one video that i mentioned is because this video is making a satire of these kids saying i want him to be jealous i want him to tell me what to do here there and everywhere except for the makeup the makeup no the, the makeup he already knows that's not for him to say anything about that's my creative expression so they're creating you know this entire Again, way that somebody else said, you know, that my friend works in classes and schools with these types of kids and they all do, they really like this. And I'm like, no, nobody likes this. Don't you the word like is isn't quite the word that that one can use it because of a way of implying they have the habit. Here's where it's not liking. You are in a circumstance, so your community, everything that surrounds you behaves a certain way, has a specific habit, there's a specific pattern, it's all unconscious, you've not chosen, and here you can repeat your karma. Those likes and dislikes though, they're only something a person will become aware of, which is why that enlightenment soul age group, we do dharma, because we dismantle that karma meaning you're able to see what is your pattern. So here you can go to zero all the way if you want, but life is your own life. And so that enlightenment soul age group is dictating. We're dictate- we don't we don't get told how to lead our life. I mean, we have to follow a structure that's different. Societal structure is the laws. That's about as simple as it gets. Authority, we have to follow it. And we'll look to create something with the idea of freedom but obviously there's the awareness as adults that even here you know just side note again side note so back to the main theme with relationships and a 5dc story perspective as a person who's established in that no 5dc person needs another person not for emotional security, not for physical, not for psychological, not for financial, not for economical, not because they won't create partnerships. No, no, they will not need, they will not be reliant. They will not create expectations. They will be aware of those. They will be aware always of the ego in the room because the spiritual process, which is a person who's in that enlightenment soul age group, your expanding consciousness will be aware of a person's choice of a person's protector and aware of those wounded without needing to label the wounded because that's none of our business. It's something that's not for us to clear. Picking it up as a somatic empath is something that has always been known. And this is in in the way it was revealed to me um, is also the reason why what came after was something that uh, was un uh, didn't make sense yes that's the best word so and the part where it didn't make sense though the deep knowing was aware it doesn't make sense because you don't have all the pieces you won't have all the pieces because you cannot you need time for all your pieces to play out this is how Life is created and expanding consciousness is a person who lives their life. So what you get to do every day is manifest your life. And that's why we don't do karma. We are always in dharma because we are from our own body, heart and mind aware that when things aren't as we expect them to be, that's the part of the game, quote unquote, it's not a game, even though for us it's a beautiful highway, so it is a game. But it's a way of, um, actually, we live life. We don't play games. But again, we do with Krishna Leela. So um, relationships are all a plus. And when they're challenging, I'll use that word, they're not challenging their opportunities for us to grow. And we have a window of love, not of tolerance. The 5D body type. That's the people who love humanity to death and all life doesn't matter what you ask they're there they're choosing right silence when you're crapping on humanity I'm telling you that. so or if there's not those people yet that's where I'm sharing. This is an op- opportunity option for those who want you know so this um, relationship with the immediate and extended Oversoul. we're going to put to the side the extended because usually the extended is collective and the collective is straightforward because it's um with the astrology and themes and it's an energetic imprint so there's no need to pinpoint it it's like with this whole teenager person i said look they're around that that's their family that's their friends that's all they know so somebody's saying that's what they like it's bullshit. no they are exposed to that level of information to those habits to those things they're wired in a specific way they can learn to get out of it but this is where they would have to see that behavior habit sentence all of it as something uncalled for unnecessary untrue like within America when I see certain things that I thought would not be like okay I'm gonna just spell it out the whole bat cave thing batman caveman whatever yeah Let's just put it this way. I'm like, yes, teenagers never grew up, obviously. And the fact that any man in his right mind would call himself a man and then allocate this idea of having a K for himself is somebody who's telling me something very specific, which intellectually speaking, for a person who goes way beyond stereotypes and any type of, all of it, as a seeker, is like, okay, that's where we choose to understand, culturally speaking, everyone has been exposed to whatever it is their thing is and hey if you're unconsciously happy about that i'm not going to be the one to bring up the serious elephant in the room because the reality is you're most likely not going to hear because the minute i say anything even now as i even as i speak it i can i can already say ah that's making such a big deal out of nothing i've been told it it's not a big deal out of nothing to me if I think of a human being who actually does not become aware of the fact that they are calling their own home and or whatever they're they're engaging in in a relationship where they need a cave of their own to go and play with their friends and then they're what like are we at home with my like are we are we adults no, apparently, I, I would say no. I would definitely say no. So you want, you know, again, social compulsion is great for all those other still age groups. Want to stay in the area? Great, you stay there. Don't call that a relationship because that, to me, is a repeat of a familial legacy or whatever it is back home. You know, like, this is, I don't see any mature adults in the room. I see movies in the room that's again where some people will gladly stay for however long this whole stuff stays around and maybe it'll be forever but for the enlightenment soul age let's get back to us that's where that's not in any way shape or form attractive it's furthermore uh, insulting to the human mind and the ability for that mind to move into a spectrum of it's not about the having your own space or calling it a man cave not that at all it's everything that it stands for and what's behind it and really who usually is using and doing that so it's like with the again the jealousy in the south of italy they will say it's part of our culture and they do feel that if you're not jealous you don't care there's some of my friends some of my closest friends in fact uh, that's one of the things that in time I was able to become aware of and that they are my age and they actually have this dynamic and they consider themselves independent which they are they consider their relationship a positive and so their bickering if you will is normal And they're a family. They're a family. You can tell that they are, you know, like that's the part. And that other soul age group is where they're at. Doesn't mean they don't and cannot move beyond, but they have belief systems. They have these boxes that they agree with. They have these likes and dislikes that they're not looking to dismantle. So they're building their relationships based on a foundation that has and holds a structure, okay? So that's why the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we're different. We don't do structure. We're seekers. We're free souls. This is destabilizing for any person who needs a structure because that structure is needed because they have attachment defensive systems. Those are two motivational systems of the body and they're engaged in their surrounding that gives them a habit and a culture like the man cave thing and women and men doing things that again, and saying things that are to me absurd uh, because I say we're human and this sounds very much like children's play to me because you're imposing on each other restrictions and or labels that don't allow more to be but again, it's really because of picking up the wounded parts, the attachment styles, the shame, submissive, collapse, submit, please, appease, the flight, fight, freeze, fawn, freeze, pause. It's me being able to pick up the parts of those people, all of them, as well as the entire dynamic of these types of boxed up relationships. And like know where there are shame, guilt, fear, apathy desire all the below neutrality belt vibration it's like all right there so every one of those is a limited form of consciousness which for expanding consciousness when it's embodied with krishna leela shiva and kali so not this defense attachment system that's not the motivational systems for a 5dc person We are not motivated by the external. Our autonomic nervous system is in a ventral vagal state. Our prefrontal cortex is locked in. We are well aware of being a person who exists with other people and there are societies and there are ideas and thoughts. We are in Maha Samadhi Samadhi. We are not regurgitation or identifying with anything outside. We use words and know how to be more than just social. Inside, we're not motivated by being in a box, which is why anytime somebody tries to do that, it's human splaining. Doesn't matter, male, female, whoever it is that immediately will take and say, Oh, you got pink tinted glasses, that's human splaining. Oh, well, it's only because you do this, that's human splaining. Oh, well, I think as soon as the ego's in the room, they're like taking on your own stuff. It's like, Oh, okay. Life sensitive people, the spiritual process just shuts up because that is a fragment that just needed to voice its own opinion because now they're mirroring and or identifying with you which is not what you're doing you were sharing something that was personal and or is personal but it just got distorted by the protector of the other person in the room why a protector because if a person's self empowered they're not going to need to attach or defend from you which means in a relationship they would be sharing with you that looks very different we know what it's like and i won't use our time because we're going to run out of time uh with that so the intimate relationship part with the immediate oversoul again when it's extended there are general themes and we are moving through and we will be continuing the entire planet is what i'm talking about as society moves forward with growth and expansion we move into um truly emotionally matured conversations is what I'm going to say in time because more and more people are able to be equanimous when talking about gender stereotypes differentiation all the inequality and it's those people who are leading the way not the ones who are yelling the ones who are yelling they are the ones who have the wounds and the protectors are hiding the wounds and all the wounds are the same for everybody it's a shame blame fault guilt revenge apathy desire courage all below the neutrality belt it's all there so this i'm worthy or unworthy based on society it's all externalized that's why they're shouting at each other it's all egoic because if they were life sensitive they would not be yelling there would not be protectors there would be you know actually here There would be conversations when there are adults, again, forgiving nuance. We know about different cultures. We know about trauma. We know that people in biological rudeness, they're not mean. They don't actually have an ability to calm themselves down. Like some people actually know a lot about why people do what they do because they're not busy just labeling them with stereotypes or saying, oh, men think this way and women think that way. Ah, uh, those, you know, it's very, <laughs> I was a teenager. And then I was coming back from college and I remember learning how to disengage from this was more than just fury of Kali because of the passion and desire to work and become a person who would be established within the societal spectrum to make an impact, being told my entire life That my height, that my gender, that everything that I am is a deterrent to becoming anything, you know, remotely visible, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. Not to mention that biologically, physiologically speaking, and I've shared this with more than one person, because see, when you're able to be objective about dimensions and energetic spectrums, there's a way that you'll know certain things intuitively. And so when I think of safety, The word, and for by the way, a person who is in that full consciousness, we already know there is not this thing, and that's because we know there is no thing, there's Shiva that's a depth of knowing that is actually familiar and not scary. The unknown isn't scary to us, emotions aren't scary, there's nothing except for potential actual physical death. That's the the only thing that will lead us to be in actual body that is uh, in stress response fear response other than that there's no window of tolerance it's a window of love a window of contemplation a window of like okay let me walk with myself with what it what is this what are you what is that so this word safety though um when i just think of it and others will think that it's obviously getting biased i would say it's more practical because If we think of brute force, physical force, and that's where, you know, let's be realistic, there's a way that any physicality that is weaker will know that physically, which is why the mind gets to evolve for those who, you know, how some will say that's where the the smaller ones, they they get, they're pretty smart ass, because yeah, the body, is going to your body as your best friend what it creates for those who are in trauma neglectful abusive households is a way for them to accept being in abusive traumatic households i must be something broken i must be something's wrong with me but really the body had to switch off that love hormone and plus detachment defense systems are Again, there's a tug of war going on because the attachment is for survival, but they can't attach. so then they learn to defense. So they're going to want to still attach, but they're going to be automatically in defense and that's where it creates a confusion within a person that goes beyond their very psychological understanding. Now if a person's compassionate with themselves versus labeling themselves, then they would get enough psychoeducation to realize they have a structural dissociation, they have trauma, that there is nothing wrong with them that they are a person who has a um, structural dissociation and that their entire life is built upon aspects that they can find people to help them because that's where nicabm.com comes in and the psychoeducation that is here from the good sources which is nicabm.com is a good source because it involves somatic, experiential and cognitive approaches so it tells you about all these three aspects versus traditional psychology and other stuff that's not yet and you know what's sadder are the people that are doing these videos on here is how to tell the narcissist blah 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 versus actual creating bridges to create conversations and even with the manipulation gaslighting ghosting this week I haven't watched it yet but I get to learn about when a person's doing it so I'll be sharing with you that but it's already clear that it's a protector protecting the wounded and the wounded is i'm unworthy i'm shamed because i'm not good i'm broken and this is the body that learned this collapse submit as they were in a household and or situations that didn't give them other options so let's stop talking about you know dark auras and energy vampires please for the 4d community because luckily at least the 3d uses empirical something even though they should get up to date so again um back to the theme of relationships and being able to expand and know of the immediate oversoul and these triggers these wounded places and that it's only if the people are ready to see them and that would mean to be vulnerable with themselves which would mean to be able and move beyond cultural stuff, habits, their own identified, whatever name they've given themselves to, to cope with whatever the lying through the denying, through the sex, drugs, alcohol, all that stuff. So there's all these habits, beliefs, patterns. These are all the karmic situations that people talk about, but they don't actually give you the what it looks like. So whether you come at enlightenment from the love cycle or the shame cycle the difference is the love cycle has always been in love with people in life and has all their relationships in that space the shame cycle if they're enlightened they know it's not their fault finally that they're not broken that they're not a problem and that it's not that they can't no no they can they can they know this now and they also know it's not about unfair everything's not fair unfair they know about oneness consciousness they know about taking ownership of their own charged emotional states this is why I would say they know they can be a grown-up finally and that there's more that takes place on a physiological level and so physiologically psychologically emotionally when people are interacting with each other that those right brain right brain communicate the nervous system communicates and we're gonna set the stage to be here, okay? And so at that point, the story would be if light triggered, so person who has some visibility and space with their own prefrontal cortex, they'll be able to know they have a reaction to unconditional love, right, to relationship building if you're withdrawing, it means you're afraid. So they would know, okay, I'm withdrawing because I'm afraid. I'm going to take this opportunity to talk with the person, with the people, and continue to try and build. So they choose to move out of security, pound control, to trust, and to communicate with self-esteem and esteem for another, in an intimate way, the vulnerable. I'm afraid to be rejected for this truth. But I choose to be myself. The authentic, genuine version with the fear, with the shame, with the guilt, with the potential anger and spelling it out. It all depends to what degree. So see, the most amazing thing when you're honest with yourself is being able to take ownership of any depth of emotion and to speak it thing is I have not met many people that actually are able to do this completely. I've met some, but you know this is where friendships and family ships is a very interesting dynamic because for those who achieve enlightenment it's thanks to not being seen, validated, all these things by those loved ones. When you achieve that complete wholeness of no thing, It's not important. This is where and why we can distinguish when our immediate oversoul, soulmates, twin flames, are going through things. doesn't matter. Family, all of it. We know what's ours and we know what is not. Because of an ability to sit in silence for real, because we don't need to prove our heart and soul because we know it's here, there's... um, Something that is very different than what you typically hear at least that I hear from people that are talking about relationships and spirituality and all this stuff and I would say that it's essentially knowing that you could disclose every piece of information from the depths of you not only have I personally done this and that's where I learned that it doesn't matter whether you do it or not it was when I was a teenager where I learned this, that you will be told by another what they think of you, what they believe about you, and they're not even stopping at what they see. No, no, they're going to your own feelings and your own thoughts. And they're using stereotypes in movies and all these other data points that they claim to be truths while listening to the very person. Oh, oh, and here's the best part when they say, no, no, but you can't because society's told me this. (laughs) This is where it's like, okay, peace so for those people here we actually have nothing to say we don't in fact unless we want to and we try you know and this is where the funny i I need to think about how to share this one there's a way they talk about the twin flame experience and i don't want to get specific to it but there's a way they talk about it and you know this is why those who are full consciousness you you will understand this completely completely. which is why there ain't no mirroring because you're not going to disrespect another person who's in front of you and say oh let me think that you are mirroring." no 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 because again we don't attach or defend we're our own piece of island man i don't matter if you're telling me i'm one island i'm my own piece of island i take ownership of all of it it's fine you know throw me in the shithole for all i care because see, relationships, again, are pluses. We learned long time ago how we're basically invisible, if you will, in our thoughts and emotions, in the most vulnerable of one's places. So it's okay to be unseen. The difference with the shame people, the ones coming out of that, is that their reason for not sharing truth is fear. Ours is different. We're okay with who we are. We just learned how to back off and stop trying to tell people who we are because they just won't listen. Because it's the pink tainted glasses. It's impossible for you to be you. I'm so sorry that you actually think you know yourself better than I do. Oh man, just that sentence. And you know, if there's one person that knows about this, it's my lovely, lovely mother. Because she's the one who I've discussed completely and consistently this very point. And I learned how to be respectful because of realizing the cultural implication, the ownership of it, the attachment to it, the importance of the person that I cherish. I cherished all my loved ones, but obviously seeing, again, as a somatic empath, there is a moment where you are recognizing the hurt that something, which is simply a debate for you, is causing, and you're not meaning to do that, so you just learn to back off and to understand cultural implication again the oh, there's this is where when I see sometimes said guru some of the conversations he has like the one lady who's like you're scaring us I, I'll never forget that moment and he just keeps going and I'm like oh man you know would I ha-? like and again it's just contemplative but wow that lady she's so scared and he just keeps going at it and, and on one hand I'm like I know he's trying to share with her this wisdom but this woman she's like she's so scared right now in her body and she even said it like but he he's a guru he's there to, like he said i'm not here to give you solace if you want solace go to a nun go to a priest go to a saint go to those who are sitting you know with that what is the word he uses uh it's just like he says man um constipation <laughs> he says we're not constipated our de- our deities they all had weapons so yeah, if you look up Krishna, Lila, Shiva, Kali, you'll see they all have these weapons. But um, what I was trying to get at is I learned how to disengage from this specific quote-unquote debate because it got personal and it was not my intention ever to do anything like that. But um, on that note as I was trying to describe, when you're really connected to this expanding consciousness, you're not ever in doubt of any of your relationships because they're all a part of you. The entire world's a part of you, especially if you actually get it clear what this whole twin flame is. This is why, so for me, I didn't know because you can't know until time passes, but I knew, I knew Without a shadow of a doubt, that every experience is and was and did and still does support expansion of consciousness. And in fact, this is where I'm trying to explain a dynamic that for a person in a 5D self empowered enlightened body type is very clear. There is never a way for your body to be wrong about your safety, and since emotions and thoughts have nothing to do with your physical, there is no danger. It doesn't matter what takes place in the behind the scenes. Now it's only confusing, quote unquote, because it's like if I said, "Would you expect yourself to betray yourself?" Now. For people who don't have faith in themselves yes and in humanity for those of us who have faith in ourselves and humanity because we know we have potential and free will we will say no we'll say we trust ourselves we can't sabotage in fact as janina points out self-sabotage it's not it looks like self-sabotage what it really is is a protector part so it's really something that's protecting the wounded in this case though since there's nothing to protect but there's expansion of consciousness There is an interaction that seems in a certain way, but that behind the scenes is gonna bring forth something that a person who's okay with darkness. Because We don't need to know all of the answers to our life immediately because we already know we're on that path. This is the difference. So for those who know who they are, when you're expanding consciousness, you know that you are life. You will never, ever, ever think, you will know, excuse me, you cannot betray yourself. Humanity cannot betray you. Your loved ones cannot betray you. There's always going to be only one thing, and that is the expansion of your own consciousness. But this is because we have a life-love cycle. And so you don't have buttons to push, which also is why there's a clear understanding Because most people are motivated with an attachment defense system, not having a button means they can't hook on, which means they can't push, they can't, they can't stay like they can't siphon energy, because there's nothing reacting. There's an autonomic nervous system that is standing consistently still, which throws off anyone or anything that is looking to gauge their surroundings because what they found is no thing. And that's also why we don't actually ever remotely think, you, you're not harming anything if you are manipulating, gaslighting, ghosting, because we see right through it. We don't need to know the behind the scenes because it doesn't matter. This whole evil devil stuff, this is again, relationships are solely a plus and they will always lead to expansion doesn't mean it has to be anything it's a matter of fact for those who are that infinite higher human potential so we don't have to, so don't have to define again these labels because we're not depending on anything We're at, and we are on our joy joyride which is why when things go away that you're not expecting you know you, you're not scared there's actually a lot of different things that can take place fear is not one of them No, 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 no indifference either. FYI, Mm -mm. nope, nope. And no creating of somebody else can tell me shit about my life or another person's life for that matter. Nope, no, thank you. There's more of let me keep on allowing myself to know that in time, all of the pieces always come together as they always do. And lo and behold, as every time, any person who's in an inner growth journey will know this by now. We are always in flow, that's the whole point. We don't doubt our body, we don't doubt our heart, we don't doubt our mind, we don't doubt that we, meaning the ones of you with your name, know ourselves better than any other human being on the face of this planet. It doesn't matter whether they come from the sky and want to tell us they know us. We will nod our heads in the right silence and allow those people, whatever they may be, to think so. While well, within ourselves we'll be gathering all of that until that they don't even realize they're connected. they're reflecting something that's quite cocky quite blinding by the way you know it's very interesting when people say I know everything about you not even after talking like one second and the reality is mm, I actually just learned a lot about you and behold again as time moves forward the people who know what they know are the people who are not talking about relationships in any shape or form that is not again we talk about each other with loving and kind words because we know every one of us is imperfect i got plenty of flaws and imperfections and i'm happy to share them as are some people the ones who are in a secure and beyond place with their own vulnerable places other than that there's a lot of facades but those facades serve to protect people and when people are ready that's where they expand if they're not those who are here allow for room and space and do their best to again allow the protectors to feel comfortable and if that happens then the wounded comes forth if you will but really what it is is they feel safe with you so this is all good there's an intimacy that's built when that doesn't happen it means there's not a feeling of safety so power and control and security are what are in the mix which isn't going to move into an open growing relationship because you can't grow if there's not trust there's no expansion happening you can't have esteem for each other there's no talking there's no intimacy there's no building there's no exchanges none of that So what kind of relationship is it? It's not a relationship. We don't need labels because labels aren't what create the relationships. It's the actual interactions. And so while the person who's in a 4D state wants to talk about how much they know another person because of this whole soulmate twin flame thing. And here's where this is different for those who are in a 5D state of consciousness. And, and I've decided to go a little bit longer so that we can conclude this. The people who are in 4D with their clairs, because the 3D people just go to the psychoeducators and, and really they're just not In solace somehow and fi- figure out the difference with their stereotypes and all of that. They got, you know, plenty of people with the gender stereotypes helping those who are in that space to get along and relate to each other with their different brains and all that stuff. So that's for them the 4D are the ones who siphon each other's energy and keep talking about karmics not karmics versus doing the uh, subconscious their own stuff their own trauma work and um, actually going to a good psychiatry or at least finding out about psychology the somatic again experiential cognitive versus just do one end of the spectrum which keeps you in la la land it's always nice to bring them all together. But if you have to go one path, like I said, and always say NICABM.com, get the Dr. Bezel van Kolk, The Body Keeps the Scorebook, you'll be amazed. It's an easy read and it explains to you about the nervous system. So there's that. Um, <clears throat> when a 4D person who has active clears and they're expanding in this moment of Great Ascension, Great, I shouldn't say great, but in this moment of the continuous wave of ascension, there are those the second waivers, I think they're called their third waivers, that are now opening up to more of their light body. So they know these terms, they know what it means, but they're all lost in the space of, I want more Claire's, I want more this. But really it's also, I know everything, I know everything, and I know I'm exaggerating, but they really think it in this way. So the difference is they are taking ownership of another person's life by claiming that they can know everything. About another person versus understanding that their telepathy is because we're one big ball of energy and that they're actually in another person's space which is fine but to give respect to that other space versus to claim ownership over it and to claim that you know right from wrong there's karma right there there's still expansion because again there's other soul age groups so these people are going to be another soul age group because they have belief systems and they're claiming rulership over another person and really that other person too though is just as in that karma stuff as they are because they're going to there's always complimenting energy vibes and goes where it wants to where it thrives you're only gonna be attracted those soul contracts doesn't doesn't look like one note people that's the part that really gets me whenever they're talking about karma in a way that they don't realize uh the 4d it's like dude Did you forget that you're part of energy too? So whatever you're being called to do, and if you're just allowing yourself to do it without realizing, like, that's okay. Um, Let me get to the example. So telepathy is a real thing. It happens. And being able to tap into it is no big deal for that enlightenment soul, a true person, because we are not interested in dependent relationships. We are interested in independent relationships. We're interested in people applying their free will. We're interested in emotionally mature, mentally mature, physically mature, economic, all mature, meaning we can have actual conversations. We smile and laugh together and we can just on end, that's it. Other than that, if you're gonna go sob somewhere or start creating some other situation, we're out. We don't care about fighting and we don't care about you know the crying. Everyone has primary emotions. This one thing if you're sharing, and it's another thing if you want to create a story. So let's say you're a person who sees the world in a gray space and you're consistently whining about humanity and life. The Enlightenment Soul group is not going to want to hear that. It's not going to make for a very interesting conversation, especially if every day it's the same thing, not to mention the lower vibration that is beyond... Uh, no Krishna Leela there just a wounded with a protector that is a parakeet for the person who has a level of visibility that's like okay now that you've said it once how about you do something Now that you, how about you do something like how about you do and then also stop the emotional lower charge state could we get a little happy here because you got food at the table you got that you know like can we work with so here's where compassion had on because those attachment styles, they mean something, those habits, those patterns, that culture, that heritage, all of it, the stereotypes, if they're in a storybook, then they're going to be that story, which is where we are not. The 5D self empowered enlightened person is not a storybook. We don't do karma, we do dharma. So that's why, as soon as a person's just living their past, their karma, so which is like at a certain point, it's like, okay, this pattern, we know you, bye bye, like we're going to find a way out of that. we we won't even say it because it's just going to be so distinct and obvious that we will start talking about things that will not match that person's desires to be in that vibration that they will have to find somewhere else to go because they will not be able to satisfy their needs and it, it you know you can only so tell somebody so many times your pink tainted glasses and bullshit story is bullshit before there's a realization okay we obviously don't have anything to talk about right that's the thing so the other so the 4d person who is way in their clears and way active and growing their light body is now in this i'm an empath i know this i know that i know that they're not necessarily cocky they just do and they're able to read whether it be soulmate twin flame like that They claim ownership of it, they allow themselves to follow their story as well as readers. In fact, you'll find that a 4D person is following somebody else that's telling them about things and they are following a specific energetic path. They're also following a specific story. The difference for those who are 5D inclined and body types are that we don't go and follow a leader. We hear data points to hear and then that's it so when i'm listening to tarot readers it's because i like to learn more about the tarot through those readers because every perspective adds to my perspective which means whenever i pick up on that energetic spectrum if i'm giving a reading i will know it because see again we are energy so i don't need to remember the exact explanation i'm not there for giving me the rules no no i'm there to hear the interpretation i will remember the of perfume and that my brain will automatically bring up that again if need be it's like that so we don't need to understand it's not linear we're intuitive and completely trusting our body brain mind everything does exactly what it is we're not questioning our intuition at all in any shape or form plus it's no big deal it's no thing somebody should not be coming to me for consulting as if they're going to depend on my every word, because a 5D person creates independence, not codependence. There is again no push button, no defending, and no attaching. This is a free world in the 5D land of relationships. So we don't do shit like that. You can be twin flames, so we ain't gonna pull on your string. No, no, believe me, we won't pull, we won't push. We will be hands free and using our mouths to speak the whole time and then as you put up if you put up walls because that's what people with attachment styles do we'll see that wall. eventually you'll build a wall so tall that you'll make it very clear how much space you want between you know you and i it's it's very straightforward especially for those who get scared whatever attachment style it doesn't matter so there's only one reason again for being drawn into things and you will always know the 5d person knows i'm not being pulled into it by force i'm choosing why i gave you a whole description i think i don't remember which one of the episodes but um we are consciously aware when we're picking up on our immediate oversoul that that's expansion of consciousness time because thoughts and emotions are where we expand so we don't have to take action if we do we consciously choose knowing that we're expressing something that is felt from the depths of us that another individual may not be conscious of or even if they are they may not speak it and maybe neither nor We're open to all the possibilities. So we ain't going to go claiming, I can read your mind. I'm going to point a finger at you. No, 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 no. We will vulnerably state exactly what we're feeling, thinking, and exactly how to the best of our ability because we're about authenticity and being genuine. Why? Because why would a conscious being not be so? What is the... Problem. I would say that there's no problem in sharing my own emotions. Maybe it can be embarrassing, but is it really? I'd say that movies and societal compulsions and stereotypes make it very interesting to, again, for people that are not grown-ups and able to say, well, I'm not building a facade here. I'm building intimacy. If I'm going to be using my time, it ain't going to be with a facade. I ain't going to pretend to be in a relationship with anything. Not, let alone a person. So it's either genuine and authentic and we can deal with our emotions and thoughts or not, which is a-okay. So you can build the wall as tall as you want. You've done nothing except for made clear your own confession with your own history to a person who's on this end, not being pushed or pulled for that matter. Because whenever there is a pull, there's a knowledge of one clear thing. I... The life and love, expanding consciousness, infinite higher human potential person, the one who is here in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, is a part of that other energetic spectrum. You represent no harm to me. You can vibe in shame. You can vibe in whatever siphoning of energy you want to claim it to be, as the four d people, you're not a threat to me. You can be in revenge, you're not a threat to me. You can be in spitefulness, you're not a threat to me. You can manipulate, gaslight, go. You can do all and the above. You're not a threat. The only threat is if you had a gun to my head, which luckily, you know, with common sense, people don't usually put themselves in those situations. I remember learning as a red teenager. I remember taking it very seriously, and I remember cutting people out, especially when those red flags were very clear. One of them is a very close friend of mine. And I distinctly told the story to my regular listeners. And it was not because this person meant any threat or anything, but I said, these are all red flags and I don't like any one of them. And I definitely am not feeling comfortable in this circumstance because this is not who I am as a person nor is it things that I do you know yada 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 and at the end of the day it was just an acquaintanceship that then became a friendship so there's where but it was very quick to see it's surprising always to me how grown-ups don't see red flags because at least the ones who got taught it but then again here's where they're not seeing their own patterns right because they're too busy living out their karma by using stereotypes about each other and those ever generalized stories. So they're too busy with the protectors lens and not any awareness of wounded lens, let alone that they're, you know, repeating some they're not even paying attention to their isness. This is the part, they don't actually feel their body. Even as I share the story, my body gets tense. Thinking and this is again a loved one, but thinking of that those red flags, I still remember like, no, you know, it's not the body gets rigid. There's a difference when your body is at home, when your body is safe, when your body is—it's uh, this is this is this is full. Yes, yes, this is it. There's a whole difference. And um, on that note, even when that happens, we know that safety is not a guarantee because safety is again this word that exists in a world that has a bunch of unknowns, which begin and end with people who have their own wounds and who have protectors that distort images to the hell of it you know not to mention the movies that just have created a lifestyle out of these deniers addictions alcohol food sex drugs and all they blame is promiscuity the devil that's the word of the day for the people who like to talk about karmics and all that stuff so relationships have a very different feel for the enlightenment soul age group and that would be independent people who can have conversations who can talk about depth of emotions who can be grown-ups together because teenagers have their role for reasons so outside of that we're not doing the 4D game, and anybody who's telling me that they're manipulating or not manipulating or being manipulated or not being manipulated, I will just listen and then say, are you happy, are you okay, do you see, are you good, are you sure, are you safe? Okay, cool, you happy? Okay, then that's good for you, um, and that's it. Because if, if you come with a word like that and you tell me you feel safe, or you don't feel afraid, or you tell me that you are and and I ask specific questions, and you're showing me dissociation, and you're not clearly listening to yourself, but to the best of one's ability, you're being told and shared and asked to reflect. And there's just, you know, again... Uh, for those who chose to be psychotherapists, that's where they stand. I'm not that. I'm a 4-1, and with friends, I'm definitely not going to be going to tell them how to lead their life because that's not what a friend is here to do. We're here to support each other and listen, obviously try to ensure to talk sense, but in no way in hell am I imposing my thought on somebody else because why would I do that if I don't? think anyone should impose on I me mean, you know they, this is where the adaptive children are always in this other place of no no but no 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 but nothings there's ways that you've asked specific questions and those specific questions are do you feel threatened your life is your life physically threatened no okay are you sure yes are you are you sure from your body are, are you telling me that you will go home tonight and you will feel safe tonight yes so one year down the line, looking back and then incriminating your own self, self, you know, like just all these ways of telling yourself a story of how you blinded yourself, mm, I'm gonna say you really want to revisit your story and rethink of things that were asked specifically in moments of calm, which people take intuition and we're gonna leave it at that. The four D person does not work on introspection. They just use their clears, and yes, of course, they're going to pick up on stuff because those souls are connected. They're going to do that growth together, and they're all in other soul age groups. For the Enlightenment soul age group, when we see anything, that means you are doing something that is a contradiction. You're a paradox right now. You're showing me inconsistencies. You're speaking a bunch of different things. I'm taking notes, 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 notes. As long as it's uh, in the room of respect, it will achieve its own new found uh, what it's called it'll it'll find a new way to be that's what it's called so the ability to find stability even in a situation that creates a complete destabilization will come truth is nothing more than a person who's expanded their own consciousness that's it because the person who builds a wall they know their stuff And the person who's over here is not being in that space because it's not ours. So while again, the 4D is going to be contemplating some other person's life, the 5D person is not doing that. They're thanking all people for that expansion of consciousness, including the ones that build these walls, because they're building the wall. It's not our wall. We don't have a wall. We have a heart and our hand is always out there with the heart and so it's where vulnerability speaking how we feel speaking how we think speaking how we'd like to talk speaking all of it the minute that though there's a consistent silence a choice in silence this is the first biggest brick you choose silence whether it be for control or safety does not matter because that choice indicates you are in that moment saying i want a wall and that's what i'm choosing And that's where it stands. That doesn't mean we stop sharing our vulnerable places if there are interactions. And that's where, whether there are inconsistencies or not, they will be made in one way, shape, or form, aware if there's room to converse. And if not, they will be accepted. And there will be the right silence in those moments. So when somebody will pretend that everything is a okay After, for example, let's say for the avoidant attachment style, the part about when people are ghosting each other or even gaslighting, deflecting, um, what is it called? Deflecting ownership, like if you do something but it's your fault. So deflecting responsibility. If they're manipulating all these ghosting, gaslighting, manipulation. Uh, they're all ignored completely by the person on the spectrum here knowing what's happening because those are all walls wall 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 whatever's happening behind the wall is none of our business meaning we don't care so if I pick up jealousy envy competition revenge spitefulness petty stuff because there's an ego in town that is not aware because really what it is is there's a protector and there's a wounded all together so whatever the person knows consciously or subconsciously it's all unconscious anyways because they're a reactiveness if they were not a reactiveness there would be growth because true autonomy means people talking so what ghosting gaslighting manipulating are these are not conversations the somatic empath which is what a 5DC person is with the compassion hat on is not going to be engaging with it because that equals simply put a wall that's it all the other stuff it's a story that isn't ours doesn't belong to us nor are we intrigued by it because actually what's happening is we're being disrespectfully disrespected (laughs) and that's where we'll leave that one because we can understand again unforgiving, harsh, self-preserving personalities because that's exactly why they're doing security, power, and control in the first place. They don't have trust, they don't have esteem, and they don't want intimacy. So again, it's simply put a wall. There's nothing scary about a wall. It's, oh, I'm going to go turn around and move on somewhere else. That's it. The only reason the 4D people or in other soul age groups is because instead of becoming emotionally independent, they go and become engaged with these types of, I don't even know what to call it, because to me personally, I don't find those types of relationships fascinating at all. I don't find any person who is thinking of another as some idolizing or the opposite this is all like i don't even understand how a person can talk about being themselves if you are idolizing and not looking eye to eye to people all over so Learning how to respect, for example, societal norms when it comes to age groups, when it comes to figures, this is something that the enlightenment soul, age group person knows how to do out of respect. And this is where we also choose the right silence for all of our relationships. As Sadhguru points out, once you are in that spiritual process, you've transcended the physical, you will be a transformational leader. You will not talk about leadership because you will not be voicing anything of that nature. You will be adhering to the game, as Sadhguru puts it. We learn the game of life. It's not a game that we are unhappy with. We love life, and we love people. It's our best experience. For all we know, it's our only experience. We don't need to think of a reincarnation. doesn't matter. We won't know it. What we know right now in this Day and age for those who are in this very spot that I'm sharing with you from, is that we're just so lucky to be here, because we're getting to blend science, spirituality, metaphysics as a We're getting to blend so many different topics, because you know when I think of the whole witch hunt, I think, wow, they didn't have technology to see in the nervous system. You know, they didn't have this, they didn't have that. And they also had, you know, like where they get burns the steak. At least now we got something completely different, you know. So I'm like, wow, I'm so happy that I'm here, right now, you know, and and just anything. It's like, my God, this is amazing. Gosh, I should say, because, but even that moving beyond the whole God concept. When that happened, I knew I was like, this is part of that beyond the 5d beyond the into that infinite so it wasn't like oh i'm so sad no it was unexpected the way it happened all of it was if there was anything that i am like ah shit i wish i could have had said guru but even if i had this is where i was still just learning about psychoeducation and all these other things so there's a clear understanding for a person who's in that enlightenment that life is always flow which is why no person no relationship is an enemy none zero so even if faced with something completely you know you'd be like no that's never gonna happen to this day if you ask me if I think specific things no to this day I will tell you no I will tell you no because I know exactly how my brain works and it's that it trusts my body so I can't lie I can't lie <laughs> one of the, the places to myself excuse me I probably if I have to lie to others yeah of course why would I not if I'm in any physical danger would I not lie I would lie yes any person who wants to say otherwise is lying to themselves because we don't know that default network none of us do until and if only we find ourselves in a physically life threatening situation so the point that I'm making is with all my relationships I would always bet my bottom on the people that I in my life said I bet my bottom. And even if I can look back and say, Ah, oh, but you know, this these things took place, I know exactly what expansion has come from all of them. And I also know that I can't lie, meaning I would still because my body knows home. My body knows who's a part of my immediate oversoul. So it would be lying to people to say, Oh no, because of my experiences I would no, no. I would still be in the exact same spot i was if there's no knowledge and that's why all these hypotheticals that people like to use with each other are bullshit because they're just keeping on reliving past experiences thinking you can plan for something and that's where you're planning for the past to rehappen, which is why you're doing karma not you guys necessarily but this is exactly how it works so when it comes to relationships for the 5d self-empowering person all of our fragments which is the entire again immediate and extended oversoul, are part of us and no none of us are perfect so we all have protectors and wounded parts we all know what it's like to you know potentially be in a, in a in a space of fear and to omit or or not say something you know here's a funny story and then i'll let you go one of those traditional relationships we'll call it that which was something I knew why it came to be, but I omitted this piece of information. And actually it relates to one of my friends, so that was hilarious when that happened. So as I come out with this sentence where I disclose this omitted piece of information, this individual who was younger than me, (laughs) I still remember that day, (laughs) the look on their face, you lied to me, I was like, what? I, I, I was like, no, I didn't lie to you. At most, I omitted something. Well, it's the same thing. Uh, no, it's not. But you know, why are you making, you know, and anyways, actually, I don't even think I tried to defend it because they, they were just so, I'm breaking up with you. We're done because, and you know, and they stuck to that so i was like oh thank goodness because in my mind i'm like i don't i already know this is not going to go anywhere because this person's completely not my thing like not even a little bit you know completely not but i still left to this day you lied to me and i'm like no really omission is it a lie because it's not in my book but yeah i didn't and you know why i didn't tell this person because i knew they would do that pro- well no and actually i don't even think i thought about it in fact I said dude did you expect me to tell you everything like you know there's so much other shit I haven't told you about my life like how do you expect me to tell you 20 years of my life right now like dude what are we in school like elementary school like I I was completely like dude what the hell um and and so this is where it's just humorous you grow up and you think you find people that are open-minded completely not oh my gosh but it's all attachment styles and so it's like oh okay now i get it they're trying to you know they don't know what they're doing uh really it's compulsive but yeah the part about omission is where i wanted to say we we all can know that somebody's gonna be like ah oh, you lied to me you fucking bastards it's like oh, i didn't mean to and that's why the four D people 3d people and anyone who's an adoptive child is basically just saying no no i think i can be perfect somehow oh i'll never make a mistake uh okay keep on believing that i guess the grown-ups just enjoy talking about the mistakes making up you know like kind of knowing that things are gonna potentially get you know what, what what happened to great conversations and actually you know i think i've never had one because most people that get heated, it's just because they actually are trying to prove points. So for me, I just love chit-chatting. And so whenever I've gotten passionate as a younger person, it would be because I was passionate, not because I was trying to argue with people. And then you'd see people's egos get in the room and that's what started to make it not very fun. So i learned equanimity in time and just the right silence and in fact now i'm completely out of the debate scene because i don't enjoy debates whatsoever and that's where i let other people do their little debate in fact last side note so relationships again as you build any type of relationship it's always going to be fun to see how you can work with the egos in the room and help people feel reassured when the protectors come up also learn how to try and work with the language so there's one person that it was a couple of weeks or maybe a month ago they um, were having a conversation and they were talking about things that were uninteresting to me so i have to say partly they were right that my brain had tuned out my ears but i also wasn't able to follow along because they're speaking in italian and there's these concepts that just my brain, you know, at a certain point, it's not, it's, it's just not following because I'm not social compulsion one. So anytime you're regurgitating book to me, which is what people do when they're just talking about these structures, like they're set in stone, you're going to begin to sound monotone. Then I'm not lear- I'm not understanding the language because I need to remember the words from Italian to, you know, so my brain's like, okay, and, and I'm actually just out to enjoy myself, not to hear a book being read to me. And so part of what they said was true, that I was not listening, that I tuned out because I was uninterested in what they were saying. Also, they were making one of those stereotypes, which is also why my brain started to shut down. But essentially, I really did want to try and follow along. And so I said this thing, I said, you lost me. And they said, I didn't lose you, you lost you. You're the one who got, you know, so they immediately were like, you're manipulating the words. And I said, okay, okay, what I mean, because in English, this is how we say it. And I said, ah, oh, okay, that's why I said yes. And then they went about to say, I'm just trying to debate because I love debating. So they're a person who just loves to do stuff like that, which is also what, again, we're not into stuff like that because it's, a yes, we're not social compulsions. And really everything that was just said, it's not even, it doesn't even matter. Because they are a person who just spoke their opinion to another person and neither one of us are on the board of transportation or whatever it is that we were talking about and there's no ballot being shared so that we can vote for something so the reality is for a person in this sphere the enlightenment so age group is like uh, I'm not really that's formal or that's that surface stuff it's like not about life like what would be more interesting is to hear your personal take not the regurgitation not the data point not the trying to prove your ego because that's the form that's the part it's the surface it's the left brain we're more curious like what do you feel inside so that felt sense of self is what creates intimacy in our relationships the stuff that is lived self is pretty straightforward if you went crap today i'll know that because i'll go into the bathroom right and i'll have smell that you went crap potentially or it's it's just like that so you're telling me how you think something could go and then bra- bra- trying to drag it out with all of these you know you're not a politician running to be mayor if you were then maybe and even then i probably wouldn't listen to you because you're Bullshitting me, anyways, because you're going to be in a room with another 20 people and you're all going to have to get together and you're all going to have to vote. And I remember in my master's international relations class, the one where we got to do this, where I was shocked at every person in that room saying, We want world peace, we want world peace. And when we sat down to get the negotiation going, guess what? Apparently nobody wanted peace anymore. Now they wanted their demands met and all that stuff. And so that was the day I was like, Oh, wow, that's. We all wanted world peace, huh? Interesting, so yeah. The lived sense of self to us is really like you guys are creating the egos, the egos that's what it is. You're just blah 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 blying, and not only that, you're agitating everything in this below neutrality. You're creating a soap opera, but in life, and you're slowing everything else down. We really could have heaven on earth, but you're too busy fighting about stuff when it comes to relationships. Same thing, relationships are all. to and see for us on that enlightenment soul is why you want to build a wall you can build that wall we'll respect the wall because sometimes there's like little holes here and there right and so we'll respect the wall or if there's a complete wall we'll respect the wall the same we're not gonna pull on any string to try and keep people around and we're not again defending because that's not fun we're not looking for debate and therefore we are not going to those are types of relationships that i'd say newtonian and just a lot more adaptive children we do quantum relationships and we do empowered relationships and we do functional adult relationships so we're able to talk about the vulnerable places for real and even get into heated discussions and then stay friends and stay in these types of family friendships release all of it and the whole omitting lying train that that's something we actually don't argue about so like when this person did what they did I didn't say oh, I didn't manipulate I didn't, you know whatever it was they didn't even use the word actually because they're not that person but had somebody said something like that I would have come back and said look I'm not manipulating you know I would have explained myself I would have been able to respond to that as if somebody accuses me of that I'd be like I don't manipulate people that I may learn how to politically correctly or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to try and do that. Why wouldn't I have been taught how to respect people's opinion? You know, like, hello, did you not get the memo on just how many egos are around and you have to walk on eggshells? Because I know I got the memo. So I mean, literally, I'd say something like that. The whole deflecting of responsibility is used by people who have egos. People who are life, we don't do that because we all have an ego. So I already know that when I'm speaking i'm coming at something from my end when you're speaking you're coming from your end and then there's emotions involved so again there's no dependency on validation because we're actually allowing each other to be vulnerable if there's relationships that are building which means we're going to talk about these insecurities the emotional the physical the financial the psychological the all of it That's the whole point of what a relationship is. It's intimate because you have all. So again, that lived sense of self is not anything to a person who's looking to live an actual growth of a relationship from the heart and soul, which is the only type of relationship we know. The ones who live their relationships from the eyes, those are the other soul age groups. And they're actually learning with each other if they expand about their own heart and soul. So people who have, whether it be they call them soulmates or karmics, it's the same one deal. Because they all can learn how to become unconditionally loving, love each other with flaws and imperfections, and become grown ups together. And if they need help, there's the psychoeducators who help couples. There's sex therapists, couples therapists, there's a bunch of great people out there. And you got a spirituality guru out there helping people to expand their consciousness. There's no problem. The whole twin flame soulmates, I would leave that one alone. And I, if I were you, especially if you're not in the enlightenment soul age group or 5D yet, I would first gather your own intel on you, your patterns, your stuff, your attachment styles, all that. And before you even do anything to become a completely independent person, not with uh, hiding. No, 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 a person who can say every time you start getting agitated you know I'm actually afraid of rejection right now this is why I'm getting angry this is why I'm getting scared this is why I'm getting guilty this is why I'm getting uh, shying away I'm feeling ashamed I'm feeling embarrassed to be able to say I feel ashamed I feel embarrassed I feel scared I feel that I might do something and fuck it up Uh, I have the habit of lying I have the habit of cheating I have the habit of like to actually you know like this would be so many people would be so awesomely well they can all do these things but they're just too busy following some stereotype that they saw in a movie when i mean anything that's passive aggressive i'm like dude why why would you like how, where's your intelligence where's your where's your brain so i'll share with you last story and then we're going to go this <laughs> a couple of different moments throughout my lifetime because i meet many different types of people they're all amazingly beautiful and um, there's a way that, so I'm a woman. Those who tune in can hear my voice. That I also do the whole she/her. I identify with being a woman. I identify with uh, being interested in men. Okay, meaning that's the sex that attracts me. The type of sex, male/female thing. Okay. So in case there's any people who are egos in the room, because you never know, the life-sensitive people aren't big on this. But let me just uh, clarify before I get into the story. So with those stereotypes, which I really dislike, I've met plenty of them that match up the stereotypes. And with my closest friends, the ones that I know, their ego won't be too, too bruised. So they have an okay self-confidence, at least so it seems. Some of them actually have found out they were not as confident as I thought they were. And that made me feel sad because obviously that means that I triggered shame, guilt, fault blame fear anger you know I, I triggered un, unfortunately insecurities which was not my intention because I pick up on that higher potential of a person when I'm interacting with them because for me they're accepted as they are completely so I'm immediately comfortable and knowing that they're a part of my oversoul that's where throughout the years I just will trust that that they're a part of my oversoul soulmates twin flames again it doesn't matter they're part of my family And so I'll be my genuine, authentic self, because I would not dream of not being that, so vulnerable places. And now that I know there's just so many egos in the room, I just actually choose right silence as soon as any of those protectors come about. It doesn't make me happy, but then again, that expansion of consciousness doesn't have to happen with the people that is where it's your own stuff and so it's when you're working from your own thoughts and emotions that you're expanding fyi not with them you don't need the the other person is irrelevant so they are being given the same opportunity as you if they put the wall up they chose they're not going to expand they just chose that they're going to commit to that state of consciousness that karmic pattern that fear and they're in fact not saying I'm scared of being hurt, I'm scared of being rejected, I'm vulnerable, I like you very much, or whatever. You know, like they're not doing any of that. No, no, no. They're choosing to ghost light, gaslight, block, unfriend, friend, you know, all that stuff. Not happened to me, all of it, but I'm using all those examples because this is where it all is. It's all in these types of behaviors where people you know, learn each other's little games and they play them. The 4D people love talking about these games. It's not games to me. It's a waste of your time. I don't know why you're wasting 24 hours on something like that, because apparently to me, it seems like you're not gonna be going anywhere. you know. Um, and so that's that for me. But that's just, again, the enlightenment Soul age group. We don't do this stuff. So that is a waste of time because You either are in or you're out. You don't have to be in or out. You're either flowing and we're growing or we're not, but we know how to adapt to these situations. So long story short, in the years, there are different people that I've been confident enough to say, why are you doing this? You know, in different ways. Like you have this going down, you've chosen a commitment. It's a mono commitment, right? You're in this type of, so what are you doing? because this behavior is inappropriate and unconducive to you telling me you've chosen. You know, like actual conversation, not in this much of an eloquent way because they immediately like, well, don't make such a big deal because they know that I am a person who is in this state. So they call it a big deal. They call me being a buzzkill or me being too serious or whatever it is that they want to use. And I'm thinking, and actually say, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you chose a person that you said you want to share life with. That should mean you can talk to them about everything. If you can't, I don't know what you're doing with them. Nor do I know why you're here talking to me about certain things. That's something that, and it's not because of not, because obviously having friends is very important, but it's not that part. It's the part of how they are actually aware that they're not voicing all these aspects to their partner. And it's like, why would you be, your partner is supposed to be the person that you can feel the most comfortable saying all vulnerable stuff with otherwise what's the deal so again it's um not about uh, it's not about the conversations with the friends and all that it's actually people not realizing that how can you say you choose something and then not be able and talk about the felt sense of self while most people look at this with movies, this is where I thankfully have the psychoeducation to be able to break it down to you because the twin flame so mate things doesn't do that. Nor does anything related to that whole consciousness. No. So here's the deal. We all have a nervous system and we all have a brain and we all have a potential attachment style. We all have the two motivational systems, defense and attachment. And people that can't talk to their partners about stuff like that, there's one thing when you're ghostlighting, gaslighting, manipulating, hiding, omitting, it's called fear. It's called, I'm afraid you're going to not like what you hear and therefore you're going to abandon. Therefore you're going to leave. Therefore you're going to think I'm unworthy. Blah, 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 blah. So when I made that choice of omitting, which I don't think I did. On purpose. Then they made me think about it. And I said, "No, I didn't lie. I omitted, if anything." And then I said, "Do you really think I'm going to tell you my entire life story because you're my boyfriend now? Like, are you seriously telling?" Me? Yes. I was like, "Okay, well, that's kind of impossible because I don't even remember everything of my life of yesterday." So there you go. And when they like, "Ah, oh, we're breaking up," I wasn't happy about it, but I was like, "Yeah, well, what you want is not going to happen either." So there you go. Not to mention, it's ridiculous. So, the, this is the part. It's like, okay, bye bye. And there, there was that. Relationships are easy for those who are in the enlightenment soul age group because we're not gonna feel like, oh my God, now that you put up this wall or you've made certain claims, I must feel. No, we don't have this fear of being rejected because we know what it means to have fear and we know what rejection and it's a possibility and you know can happen we're people with flaws and imperfections it's not a bad thing it's an actual truth thing <laughs> so you know again we don't need to be likable in fact we're not going to be around people that don't like us for who we are and if we can't be authentic and genuine we're not going to be around those people either because why would we bother building it's not building it. fyi by the way that's the part it's all formal formalities we don't need that we've got plenty of them when we're walking around trying to make sure we respect the egos around so it's um you know it's straightforward again twin soul soulmates immediate soul extended over soul we don't have to interact and at this point probably for those of you who are in enlightenment you already know what i'm about to say it's either we have you know krishna lila shiva Kali type empowered people around or we're already knowing how to choose the right silence whenever one of the protectors comes about and to have a good time the same because we're not the ones with the limited consciousness. We're the ones who are adapting to the area so that we may just be able and participate in a bit of socialization to the best of our ability to respect even the regurgitation of information that really bores the hell out of some of us. Some might not be as bored, but It is great to see though one thing and then I'll let you go that when you can communicate uh, all the other ends are also open so in the examples with the friends when I've shared like dude what are you doing it's always been in a pleasant conversation the one other people you know as long as there's not like walls being built then there's always a constant recalibrating of ability to converse because there's no walls there's just one person, those of us who are in this sphere, understanding how to navigate the protectors and not trigger them and therefore to adapt to the personality in the room and or personalities, and so we have a good time. They don't know the better because they're not into or interested in the depths of what we have to share because it's not part of their societal structure their societal compulsion the way of thinking their belief system so we again are not needing to voice that that's not what we build our relationships are built because we feel the bond we know we expand and we know that we expand also by the way thanks to different perspectives states of consciousness and all that great stuff so Looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences, calling in or leave a voice message. Or you can always find my email. You can find that on the blog and on the website. Inspiringhumanpotential.com is the website and the blog is luna12780.com. Have a great day, everyone.